hello. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Space Social Podcast. We have a super special episode today because this was requested in my DMs multiple times. And a lot of the times in my podcast content when I'm creating it, I I try and create it for people at different levels in their business. And most recently, I feel like I have been creating it for maybe a little more experienced so um business owners. So today is going to be for people who want to know how to get clients. I get asked where I've found my clients. So I love talking about this. And I think that if you're a service-based provider, even if you're not a social media manager, that this episode will be to your benefit. I have a different perspective on this than I would have even had a month or a year ago. So let's start with how my perspective has shifted in the last month. So I, my business is two and a half years old. Oh my gosh, we're like coming up on our birthday. I can't even believe that we're coming up on our third birthday together, y'all. Um, but I would say that in the last month, just like this summer, I have had inquiries come in from ideal dream clients businesses. Like I love their businesses. I love who they are as a person. And already like I would say half of my clients, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so giddy to create your content. And some of my clients, I am happy to create their content, but they're not like glamorous businesses. They're they're literally business owners who we have similar values, who pay me on time. <laughs> and I think the reason I want to be so forward with that is because the first year and a half in my business, I would sign on clients who maybe couldn't afford my services. And that was probably the number one stress of the first two years of my business is chasing invoices. And the way that I, before I go further, the way that I fixed that and remedied that was collecting automatic payments you can do that through HoneyBook or Dubsado, but I refused to, to take on a client unless they had, I could take their money out of their account once a month <laughs> because it's not sustainable to create content for somebody that you're posting every day and, and like, you know, not weekends, but I'm posting five times a week. I'm posting stories. I'm creating content. I'm creating your digital community and to not get paid was so shitty. Like, especially not getting paid on time, especially when you have bills to pay. So I think, I think that a lot of people, especially, you know, business owners, they want these ideal clients. And I would say maybe like, yes, you can have clients that have businesses that you're so obsessed with, but maybe start on just clients that'll pay you. Like you don't have to be over the moon obsessed with what they do, right? Like they can be an incredible person with an incredible business and just have like kind of a business you do, you work for. (laughs) You all know me. My number one tip to getting clients is to tell people you do what you do. And I think I became so good at this and I'm so private about this because I feel embarrassed um, because I'm not Mormon anymore, but I went on a Mormon mission and just being raised religious. Like I feel like I'm being so vulnerable right now. (laughs) Being raised in like a very high demand religion really taught me to talk about what you do all the time. 
And like, I almost feel like that is just ingrained into me as a person is to just like tell people what I do in like a very natural way. Um, sorry if you don't have religious trauma to make you a better marketer. (laughs) So my favorite client, and this is, and this is a client, like he doesn't listen to these episodes and I only have positive things to say about my, any of my clients, but my dentist, I, I know I've told this story on the podcast before a couple of years ago, I went to his office. He asked what I was up to. I told him I was doing social media and he hired me a week later. And it wasn't like I went in there. I didn't go to that appointment thinking like, oh my gosh, he's going to be my client. And by the, by next week, like, no, I just simply was like, Hey, like I'm doing this now. I was passionate about it. Cause I am passionate about it. Like when I talked about it, I felt like there was passion and obviously they felt that and they wanted that in their business. And now that's, I've had, my dentist has been my client for like two and a half years. It's my, he's my oldest client. That's another business y'all that is like not glamorous. And I love creating content for them. And I feel like honestly creating content for dentists or businesses that you're not obsessed with, I think is a very, I think it's good for you as like a, a business person or social media manager, because like you have to have the skill of making content exciting for things that aren't necessarily <laughs> exciting. I want you to be conscious of these conversations too, because I think that if you turn it into like a sell, like if you try and sell to a person, like they're they're aware of that. Like you know when someone is trying to sell you stuff. So the way I want you to think about this is like if you were to go out and like meet a new friend potentially like you're wanting to become a friend with this person if they were to be like hey these x y and z like they're literally like telling you literal reasons why they are a good friend you're like you're weird like I don't care why you're a good friend like I want to catch a vibe from you like I want to understand you like just talk (laughs) and I think this is it's the same as true when you talk about your business to like either people you're networking with or just whoever like they want to be able to catch their own vibe and I think that my dentist was able to hear like how passionate I was about social media and the results I was bringing for my businesses and like I said I had zero expectations I didn't go into I was getting a cavity filled I think like I was not going into this appointment to be cute and like I remember y'all I have not shared this detail the outfit I was wearing that day was atrocious it was so atrocious like I was fully like I'm going like a bum into this dentist appointment so Anyways, find a way to talk naturally about it. Don't be weird. God, don't be weird. <laughs> just find a way to incorporate it. Like, I don't know. It's it's so fun to just like find creative ways to incorporate talking about what you love to do. Like people love, maybe not, yeah, fuck yeah. People love to hear people talk about things they're passionate about. I sure do. I love hearing people talk about things they love. The next place I would love to direct you to find clients, especially if you're a newer, either like social media manager or virtual assistant or copywriter or just anything in the service industry along those lines, is uh, websites like Upwork and is it Fiverr or Fiverr? Good Lord, you're screaming it at me right now. I know you are. So I found 
a very solid client of mine on a website called Upwork. Okay, I'm not going to get on Upwork anymore. (laughs) So I'm going to be very truthful (laughs) about how this went down. So the reason I'm prefacing it like that is because I believe you have to give Upwork like a pretty significant portion of your earnings if you find a client through them. And I only found one client through them um, and I immediately moved them off the app. Like the second we started chatting, I was like, let's get off Upwork. Um, And that's not really allowed. So I haven't really got back on Upwork because of that. It made me feel weird. (laughs) But I also was like, "Mm, I don't want to give you my money. (laughs) So um, let me tell you my strategy with Upwork. So in my mind. I'm imagining the type of person who is getting onto Upwork. Like I want you. So Upwork is, it's just like a free, I have, I've like been going on and on. I haven't even told you what these websites are. I'm just like assuming you know what they are. Basically you can go create a portfolio. People post jobs that they need. Sometimes they're like little jobs. Sometimes they're long-term. They'll, um, in the job description, like you can go on these websites and apply for them. You can have your portfolio so they can view your work, yada, yada. You can you have to like buy credits to apply to work with these people. Um, I would say that most of the people who are on Upwork are wanting to pay lower prices, which is why I kind of said more beginner. But I don't think it is necessarily a waste. I mean, it hasn't been for me. <laughs> so here was my strategy is I imagine the type of person and the type of business owner, the type of entrepreneur who was getting on Upwork. And I assumed that most of them would be doing this on like a Monday morning when they felt very, very motivated to get their business going. And so I did the opposite of what I preach on here, which is why I'm telling you is I would apply for these jobs on Saturdays and Sundays because I figured that there were less people applying because they were taking their weekend But there might still be business owners who are checking it during the weekend because they're excited to hire for their business. Like if you ever hire for your business, it's scary, but it's exciting. So I applied for a, I applied to work with somebody um, on a Sunday. And by the end of that week, we were working together and they were my largest package at the time, which was $1,000. And I just want to say that because I think that you should maybe have a jumping off point. I was so excited. Like literally y'all, when I quoted this person a thousand dollars, I was shitting bricks. Like, (laughs) and now that might seem like, you know, significant or insignificant amount. Maybe it does to you or not. But at the time it was so huge. And especially like finding somebody that I found with my own, um, you know, on my own time felt really great. So here is my biggest not secret is I do really good work for my clients. I communicate with them very well. I do their edits quickly. Um, I am a dream social media manager for a lot of my clients in those ways. Like I try and see like what things I have control of for my clients and I take control of those things because that's why they're hiring me. They're hiring me because they don't want to be, they don't want to have, they don't want to have control over every part of their business. Like a person's mind can only (laughs) handle so much. And I think most business owners know that it's necessary to have a social media presence in 2023. 
or whenever you're listening to this, I'm sure a social media presence is still relevant. So I did my best work for them. Like literally that was my goal is to just do my best for the people I had. And this has worked out for me so well because that client who I just told you about, the one who found who I found on Upwork has referred four of my highest paying clients. Like let that sink in for you because I've been done incredible work for them and they've like seen the results in their business. They have referred me left and right. And it has been incredible <laughs> for my business. Um, I think that that's a tip that a lot of people don't share, right? Like I didn't want to get on here and be like, go find somewhere this way, this place, this place. Like, yes, you can find clients on social media. You can find clients on Instagram, right? Like I help people do that all day. I help people find their audience on social media. But I think that it is just so nice as a business owner to have work kind of fall into your lap. But it, I also want to say I don't feel like that work fell into my lap because when this person would send me their their network, they would say like, hey, like I – they would just say something like, I really trust you. Like I know I've been hard or, you know, this and this and this has happened, but like you know your shit and I want my network to have you. And it is such a compliment. It's such a compliment. So when you get clients – do your best work for them because they, they'll they see the benefits in their life and they have a network and they're going to refer you. Seriously, that is like, if I could say one thing to everyone on this podcast, like do the best work you can do while you have it. This client is not the only one who has referred their network to me. So I would just highly suggest when you have the clients, do your best work for them because those are the people who you have right now and they can speak to your work right now to their network. Um, the next piece of advice I would love to give, and I've talked about this on the podcast one time, and I know I need to talk about this so many more times because it has changed my business is networking with people who are like parallel to you in your business. Like you're both growing at the same rate, like you're at the same spot. I think that when we think of networking, we feel like it has to be aspiring. Like we have to network up, but I think you need to network to the side, um, let me tell you why. So I have a dear friend, Maddie. She's a brand designer. She's been on the podcast. She's made my whole brand. She's made my whole website. She's just like so incredibly talented. And what a problem I have is I'll have people who come to me who are like, Jordan, I am ready to have my brand. I want brand awareness. I want leads from social media. I'm ready to create a community, but they don't have a brand first. And that's not something I do. So I send them to Maddie and telling a business owner like, Hey, I cannot do this for you, but I have someone who's going to do this for you very well. Literally telling people like they love that. They love being told they love not having to do the work I can. So, and you know, I'm sending money Maddie's way. She's grateful. This person comes back to me and I'm able to do my zone of expertise. Um, so find people who are in maybe like a similar industry and work together, like refer each other. I love referring my network. Like, and I want you to think of a time where you have told somebody about somebody in like a business way. It makes you feel so good. Like I love, I love 
mentioning people's names when they're not in the room in like a way that's going to gain them money. I just think it's the best karma. (laughs) I think it is the best karma. I love to brag about my industry friends and their talents and the results they bring. And, you know, in a year or two years or five or 10, those ladies who I'm networking with right now who are building each other's businesses, they're going to be the people who I when we're on panels together, I say, Hey, you need this person. Like this panel will not be full. Like we will not, this audience will not have what they need unless you get this person. Right. And then hopefully they'll do that for me as well. So I think that networking is just the best. So do it. Okay. Here's a little bit of an easier tip. I know that networking is like, right. It's eternal. (laughs) Like We're always going to be networking. Oh, and you actually, before we jump into this next tip, um, I want to say that another way I've found clients and these type of people to network with, like the people I just talked about is going to events that are hosted by, or education that's hosted by people who are in similar circles to I am that I am in. And I love going to that, to events like right now I'm doing this summer selling series it's incredible. It's by people who, it's by business owners who I feel like are just a little more elevated than I am. And the people who are in the class are probably on my same level, right? Like they're on my same business level. It's like a little bit, it's not a little bit, it's quite higher than beginner, but like we're not in Forbes yet. So I don't know why I keep referencing Forbes. Like that's a success. Like honest to God, you literally pay to be in Forbes. So I just want to say that right now. Um, but going to like, I just recently signed a client this month. I know she's listening. Hello. You're adorable. I love you. Um, we met two summers ago in somebody's summer. It was like a summer school class and it was all about marketing, right? Like, and it's fantastic because like, first off, I love their business. We have similar values, obviously, because we went to the same thing. We have similar goals because, right, we went to the same education and now we get to grow our businesses. And it's seriously so exciting. Like, I love meeting people. (laughs) I love meeting people in that way. It just feels so exciting. So um, I usually, I like to take the summer to make sure that my skills are just up to date. So you know, join me, find some, find some sort of education that you can make sure your skills are up to date and network with people in the group. Like for real, it'll be so good for you. This next tip is for maybe more beginner. And I, and I'll, I'm at the end of this like whole spiel, I'll tell you where I am at today with this. So when I first started business, I felt like Facebook groups were an incredible resource, right? Like those had business owners in those groups that could spend money. Um, here's, here's like where I'm at a little bit with this today. So a lot of these groups, I feel like in the last couple of years have been very infiltrated with like kind of negative people. So I was a part of a couple of marketing groups and I left like Facebook marketing groups and I left them because it was just constantly like, here's the negative thing going on in my business. And I really was just like feeling that energy and I did not want to take it on. Like I didn't want to take on their insecurities. I didn't like want to know of new insecurities I should have. Um, so just be cautious in the groups you join. Like, I don't know if you need to join a group for your whole industry because it's going to be people complaining about what's going on in your industry. So, I mean, if you need validation, go there, like you'll get that validation. But like, uh, for example, I'm in a group called, 
I hope it's okay that I'm mentioning this this exact group on a on a podcast. But I'm in this group called Connect Utah. I'm from Utah. I live in Las Vegas, and it's just business owners from all of Utah. And I've really enjoyed that group because I feel like it's business owners who one can afford what I'm selling. Um, also, they're a little more experienced business owners. They're not new. They don't necessarily feel like they need to complain about the day-to-day of business because they're like finding solutions for that every day. Like those are the type of business owners they are. So I, I would be, I just want you to be cautious when you're joining these groups um, because some can be a little negative and there aren't jobs in there and, and it can just be a time suck. But I think that they also have business owners who are ready to spend money on your service. So go find those groups. I want to bring us back to the beginning of this podcast episode talking about ideal clients and how my mindset has shifted so much around that. I know that there are new business owners or newer business owners or people maybe who are considering becoming a social media manager or virtual assistant, copywriter, whatever you want to become. Maybe you're considering that. I really just want you to make money. And I don't want you to say no to clients because maybe they're like, not like, oh my gosh, this is the dreamiest business I'm ever getting to work with. Like if they're paying you, that's a dream. Like it's, you're working for yourself. Like you're able to work for someone who's paying you. And that's like a very cool energetic exchange to experience as a business owner, especially when it's like your own. Um, I also last thing I totally was like close getting ready to close out this episode. Um, I had a client who was found this week from Instagram SEO. And I know we talked about that last week. And I know we talk about it often on here, but have your Instagram optimized to be found. So that doesn't mean that you're going to have your full name. I mean, maybe if you want to have your full name, you're not just going to have your full name and like some weird, I'm a super califragilistic expialidocious business coach. Like, right? We all are. <laughs> um, have it be very, like, I want. I don't want to say plain, but whatever someone is using, like what the average Joe would use to describe your business needs to be what is in your bio on Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest. Like, make yourself searchable. Um don't have weird shit. I, I feel like we went through that in like 2018 to 2020 where it was just like, I am a social media extraordinaire expert and I will be your best friend. Like it was just, it was just getting weird out there and people are like, be more specific. And it's like, yeah, you're so specific that like, I don't know what you do. (laughs) So Yes, make yourself searchable on Instagram. I that was a, I, that's how I found my very first client of 2023 was someone searching social media manager. Uh, so yeah, that's my last tip. Um, with that, oh my god, I keep like going into like one more tip. My actual last tip <laughs> is a question I get asked monthly maybe monthly at this point as people are like, I'm wanting to start a business. Should I make a new business page or should I use my personal page for my business? I've seen so many um, like different answers for this. So I'm going to give you some thoughts and then I'm going to let you come to your conclusion. Um, Is your family and friends going to buy from you? 
okay, I'm going to guess they're not, like maybe at first, but they're not your audience. Like your high school friends are not your audience. I mean, unless you're literally marketing to them, (laughs) which I kind of doubt you are if you're listening to this. Um, so yes, I think you need to create a new separate account. I think you need to take yourself seriously. I, yeah, that's all. All, That's all. I mean, people take you as seriously as you take yourself and that goes for your business. Like if you're just kind of running it a little bit on your personal Instagram, like that's how people are going to view it. They're going to view it as a side hustle that you run on your personal Instagram. And if that's what you want to do, there's no shame in that. Like if you're like Jordan, I don't want to be full on doing this. Like, okay, I hear you. Don't go all out. Just do it on your personal Instagram. But if you want this to be your career, if you want to make a business, then yeah, take yourself seriously. Make a new Instagram. That's all for this week. I absolutely adore you all. You know, you're my favorite. My podcast people are my favorite people. Uh, I, I don't say that anywhere else. Just so you know, I literally only say that to y'all. Um, please rate and review the podcast. It helps me so much and I will chat with you next week. Love y'all. Bye.